to the Megan in the Morning podcast. We're glad you're here. Please store your belongings in the seat pocket in front of you. And remember, you can catch Megan live weekdays on 1077 The Beat. Enjoy the ride. Good morning and happy Thursday. It's May 27th. What a beautiful day yesterday was. And I'm kind of curious if it's going to be just as warm as it was yesterday, today. So we'll take a look at your forecast coming up next, as well as your daily news beat. Something to look forward to today, right around uh, 8.20, Eric's coming in to join me. It's Thursday mornings with Eric. Lots to chat about with him on the docket today. I was just um, watching his wife's Instagram story. They've been working on uh, demolishing a shed in their backyard. And she did a time lapse, and it was fascinating. When you do a time lapse, taking down a shed, it the job just doesn't seem that bad. It went by so fast. So looking forward to catching up with him on these uh, home improvement projects. Your news beat is brought to you by the Thomason Auto Group. Thomason Auto, the best way to buy in Bend, Redmond, and online at thomason.com. Good morning, it's Megan. The Redmond City Council has approved an almost $3.5 million COVID relief grant from the Federal Aviation Administration that will go to the Redmond Airport. The federal funds are intended to help airports severely impacted by low passenger levels, sanitizing, and other pandemic-related expenses. Typically, the funds go toward airport upgrades and expansions, but this time around, the money will go toward recovery and survival. Redmond Airport has already received more than $9 million in federal COVID relief funding. Taking a look at your forecast today, looks like high is going to be in the mid to low 60s. Definitely cooler than what it was yesterday. Mostly sunny skies, however. We'll have more clouds come in and hang out with us right around dinner time. Should be a beautiful sunset right around um, 840. Overnight lows tonight right around 40 degrees. Currently in Bend, it's 52, 50 in Prineville, and 50 in Sisters. Coming up next, details on Microsoft and what they're up to. The fact is, is that they're getting rid of something that's been on the internet for 25 years. Hard to believe it. We'll talk more about it next. From regard, Troy Savon and Tate McCray, all the hits, 1077 The Beat. I found this article really fascinating because uh, it's not like Microsoft is going to be failing for letting go of its Internet Explorer application. After more than 25 years on computer screens, Microsoft is retiring that Internet Explorer browser. Since first launching back in 1995, the Explorer application quickly became one of the default ways to surf the web. Now, even though it became so popular in the very beginning, it was like the foundation of the Internet, it was eventually overtaken by other options like Chrome, Firefox, and Safari. While the program was updated over the years, it will now be phased out in favor of the more modern Microsoft Edge browser. So see what I mean? Microsoft may be retiring when it's one of its most popular browsers, but they've got one that works just fine. So a Microsoft representative says Internet Explorer 11 will officially be retired and go out of support on June 15th, 2022 for certain windows of for certain versions of Windows 10. I mean, I don't have a PC anymore, but once upon a time when I did, um, it was always telling me that I needed to update things. And I think you know as well as I do that you don't actually have to update your browser or, you know, your version of Windows. You can work underneath that small, that older one for a long time up until it becomes incredibly archaic and that happens so fast. Coming up this hour, Amazon 
has announced a mega deal. Mega. They are here to play and here to stay. So we're going to talk more about that right around 7.30. Um, Plus, 7.45, um, Silver Moon hosting their pop-up to help them celebrate 21 years, um, being one of the oldest breweries in Central Oregon. And they've got live music on the docket for this upcoming weekend. So I can't wait to tell you about that coming up next. Your daily news beat as as well as a check of your forecast, because today, not as nice as yesterday, but things are looking up. We're warming up very quickly. We'll talk more about it next. Your news beat is brought to you by the Thomason Auto Group. Thomason Auto, the best way to buy and bend Redmond and online at thomason.com. Good morning. It's Megan. Free drive-through COVID testing events are being held in Redmond next month. Deschutes County Health Services is partnering with Central Oregon Community College to offer the events on alternating Tuesdays. The testing will be conducted at the COCC Redmond Campus parking lot on College Loop from 2 to 6. It's open to anyone and you don't need to bring a photo ID or have any COVID symptoms to be tested. Just wear a mask and if possible, sign up in advance online. Otherwise, they'll help you register there. The first event of the month is being held on Tuesday, June 1st, and again on every other Tuesday after that for the rest of the month. Taking a look at your forecast today, looks like high is going to be in the mid to low 60s, definitely a little cooler than what it was yesterday. Mostly sunny skies until it will become cloudy right around lunchtime. Overnight lows tonight, and the sun will be, well, the sun will be setting, man, 840, staying lighter later. It's exciting. And uh, overnight lows tonight will be in the mid to upper 30s. Currently in Bend, it is 52 degrees, 53 in Prineville, and let's check Sisters. Sisters is 52 as well. Today's weather is brought to you by the Environmental Center. Did you know supporting local shops and farms can reduce waste from packaging, production, and transportation of products and food? Keep waste out of our close to full, close to full, not local, not landfill. Of course, I would get that all sorts of everything by shopping locally and recycling right. Sign up for the Environmental Center's newsletter at RethinkWasteProject.org. Big companies making big moves and Amazon has done something to play with the others. And they are definitely here to stay. So uh, we'll talk more about this coming up next, but they made uh, this mega deal. And now I'm wondering how Netflix and other streaming services are feeling. It'd be a little intimidating with this new partnership coming up next. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. It's always interesting when big companies buy other big companies and become an even bigger company. And Amazon has done just this. Amazon announced this mega deal to buy MGM. Yep, they made this big jump into the entertainment industry, announcing an $8.5 billion deal, billion with a B, to purchase MGM. This huge acquisition is a major move for Amazon, of course, because they're competing with Netflix and other streaming services. So the purchase means that Amazon will own MGM's massive library of more than 4,000 films, including the James Bond and Rocky franchises, as well as television shows like Fargo, the Handmaid's Tale, and Shark Tank. So, I mean, Amazon's here to play, and they're definitely here to stay. And remember when they bought Whole Foods back in 2017? So, I mean, they've got now many different irons in the fire. And uh, I'm very curious, right? The Handmaid's Tale has been on Hulu for how long? And I've got friends in the building who are walking by and uh, talking about hand, Handmaid's Tale because I, I haven't I haven't been keeping up with it, but I hear it's fantastic. I should get back to it. But... Hulu's probably like, oh, what? No, 
are you serious? So we'll see what this does. Um, maybe there's going to be a big jump in Prime subscriptions. We'll see. The last several weekends have been so much fun helping Silver Moon turn 21 at their Redmond facility. And coming up this weekend, they have live music on the docket. So can't wait to tell you more about this coming up next. If you don't have plans this fantastic Memorial Day weekend, here is a great one for one of your days. We'll talk more about it next. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. This Memorial Day is going to be so much fun. Silver Moon celebrating 21 years all summer long uh, through Labor Day, every weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And they've really ramped it up for this Memorial Day weekend. As uh, Friday is going to be, or on Friday is going to be trivia. And every Friday now through the rest of the um, 21st birthday celebration weekends. And then there's going to be live music this Saturday. Cheyenne West is going to be playing on Saturday from 4 to 6. That's going to be a ton of fun. And then speaking of fun, Sunday Fun Day has cornhole and beautiful views. Redmond Facility, Silver Moon's turning 21. Um, it's it's so neat. Now celebrate Silver Moon's 21st every weekend this summer off the beaten path. Take the airport exit and follow the flags to your new favorite hangout. It's a Silver Moon's fermenting um, processing place. <laughs> I'm sure there's a better way to explain it like that. But they've got their two locations, one in Bend and then now, you know, this pop-up that's been happening every single weekend and will continue to happen every single weekend through the summer. It's going to be a lot of fun and a very happy 21st to Silver Moon. All the details and so much more. Follow them on Facebook. Coming up this hour, Thursday mornings with Eric. He's coming in to join me right around 820, hanging out for the remainder of the show. That's going to be a lot of fun to catch up with him and some of these home projects he's been working on. Your daily newsbeat is next, plus a check of your forecast. Your newsbeat is brought to you by the Thomason Auto Group. Thomason Auto, the best way to buy and bend Redmond and online at thomason.com. Good morning, it's Megan. Free COVID drive-through testing events are being held in Redmond next month. Deschutes County Health Services is partnering with Central Oregon Community College to offer the events on alternating Tuesdays. The testing will be conducted at the COCC Redmond Campus parking lot on College Loop from 2 to 6. It's open to anyone and you don't need to bring a photo ID or have any COVID symptoms to be tested. Just wear a mask and if possible, sign up in advance online. Otherwise, they'll help you register there. The first month, the first event for the month is being held on Tuesday, June 1st, and again on every other Tuesday after that for the rest of the month. Also, with fire season upon us, fire safety is top of mind for officials in Deschutes County, including law enforcement. County Sheriff Shane Nelson says his department's doing everything it can to help, including looking into contracting, contracting with some kind of firefighting device. Despite the rain we've seen this week, fire officials in Central Oregon say it's been an unusually dry season, creating an increased risk for wildfire. Taking a look at your forecast today, looks like high is going to be in the mid to low 60s, partly cloudy skies, overnight lows tonight right around 40 degrees. Tomorrow, mid 60s, and Saturday begins this warming trend. Saturday's mid 70s, Sunday 80, Monday mid 80s. I mean, Memorial Day weekend is looking pretty nice. Pretty nice and warm. Currently in Bend, it is 54, 57 in Prineville, and 54 in Sisters. Today's weather is brought to you by the Bend Elks. Bend Elks baseball is back, and they are looking for host families for this summer. All host families receive season tickets as well as other perks for providing housing for a player. Get information and sign up today at bendelks.com. That's bendelks.com. Yeah. 
Megan in the morning, listeners. Put your hands together for this entertainer, content creator, and media professional man. It's Thursday mornings with Eric. Good morning! Yes, it is. <laughs> and you have some cool new glasses in the studio. I do. I brought some cool glasses today. Yeah, those are neat. I needed a little extra bump, right? Oh, so I wore my cool glasses. Nice job, nice job. Yeah. Well, we have lots to catch up on because so much has happened in the last seven days. Yeah, and you have a lot to tell me too. We've been, I've been on vacation. You went on a st- kind of a stayish vacation. A staycation, yeah, I'll take um, that. Which is really neat because you said that you've been there before, but it's been a long time. A long time. Yeah. Yeah. So we got lots to catch up on, plus like some home projects that you're up to. Always a couple of those. Because that wife of yours is very ambitious she with likes, that yard. She does. She likes to get lots of projects done. She likes to start a bunch and finish a bunch. Which is really cool. She does. Yeah, it's a really good quality to have in a partner. She absolutely, she never gets tired of improving <laughs> our home, which is amazing because as a result, our home, home ends up looking lovely. It, lovely. So hang out with us. It's Thursday mornings with Eric. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. It's Thursday mornings with Eric. Welcome back. (laughs) Thank you for welcoming me in such a festive fashion. Absolutely. Now, tell me everything. What's the latest in the last week? You guys went to Subtle Lake, I saw. We did. We went to Subtle Lake. It's been years since I've been there. I was a much younger man when I was there last. I think I may have been like 11 or 12. Uh, And it was much different then. It was more rustic. Mm -hmm. And now, you've been there too. It's so much, it's more kind of upscale. Yeah. They've kind of elevated it. It's more of like a uh, mountain lodge situation. Yes. It's lovely. We had some nice food. Good. Good food, good beverages. Well, did you guys go to the lodge and eat or did did. you cook? Okay, you did. Yeah, we went to the lodge and we we enjoyed some lovely pizza. They make really good pizza there. Good to know. Uh, And then the breakfast was also particularly good the next morning. But we also had the dogs with us and we were in a cabin. So we were able to like just kind of let them be where they needed to be in in the cabin. And it was pet friendly everywhere, including in the restaurant, which is awesome. Yeah, that's so, cool. And we loved that. So it was it was a yeah. blast. It was exactly what we needed. Well, tell me about um. So I, I because I was gone the last several days. What the heck was up with the weather? What happened? I've been getting very mixed like yeah. reports, and apparently it was a good time to not be in town. Yeah, it wasn't great weather. It was mm-hmm. kind of cold. It was a little overcast. There was some precipitation in the mix mm-hmm. as well. Um, and then even we were there on Sunday. And the day and then the evening and into Monday. And it was not raining at that point, but it was a little bit windy and it was around 60 degrees. So it wasn't quite warm enough to get out on the lake. Sure. But we enjoyed walking around it and the dogs certainly enjoyed getting in the water for sure. Did they? Oh, yeah. Oh. They were, we have, a, of course, a puppy and he's still getting used to water and different types of it. So this was his first lake experience and he loved it. Oh, wow. And there's something about like... Being in a cabin in the woods and it's kind of cloudy and rainy. It was exactly. You know, there's some kind of ambiance about that. Beautiful view of the lake from the cabin window. I mean, we we were in heaven. It was great. Now, I just also recently saw on Z's Instagram a very sped up version of you guys taking down this shed in your backyard. Yeah, we we, when we bought the house that we live in, uh, there was it's around 20 years old um, and there was a shed that they had built when they built the house also on the property and it's just like it was well i should say it was not in very good repair at all mm-hmm. and uh bees were beginning to really enjoy oh they loved their, it so i had like after spraying down the third bees nest that was developing there we were like you know maybe we let this thing go we demolish this bad boy and get a smaller shed it's it's also very large because it was huge the people who own the home were big gardeners and now we're kind of we're kind of landscaping rather than gardening so right. we don't need all of these tools and uh, anyhow, I see. so we demolished the shed, which was super fun because I got to use a sledgehammer a whole bunch, which, which is really always cool. fun. Yeah, right. <laughs> There's a bunch of rotten wood, so I'm just swinging and splintering. It was great. Oh, good. Uh, 
and then we're having all the stuff hauled away and we have a whole bunch more room in the backyard so it's great oh that's awesome yeah. plus like you guys are gonna have a memorial day hang we are exactly that's right i keep forgetting and you'll be there yeah uh, so i gotta come check out this like now it's like a dance pad you guys can have a like yeah. dance party on it more or less i'm trying to convince <laughs> Mackenzie to let me have a basketball hoop but she is not very interested in that idea <laughs> we've got time <laughs> We were just talking about Memorial Day right mm. around the corner. You yeah. guys are hosting a nice little shindig. Having a little party. That's what summers are for. Yeah, right. And it is like a kickoff to summer. It is. It's, and we deserve it this year. Everyone does. Yeah, we sure do. And so we're going to actually be talking about kind of what spells summer to you. Think about like, is there a smell or maybe a taste mm. or even a place or a song that always makes you think of summer? There's all of those things for me. Perfect. Well, we'll just go down the list. Coming up next. Olivia Rodrigo, Deja Vu, all the hits, 1077, The Beat. That's definitely a song that's going to remind me of this summer. All these songs that come out right before summer, mm-hmm. we play them a bunch. And next thing you know, they are integrated, in, you know, ingrained in my mind. Yep. And they I hear linked. them again. Yeah. They get linked mm-hmm. to the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just kick it off, Eric. We're, yeah. we're talking about what spells summer to you. Memorial Day is this weekend. It's kind of a kickoff yep. to the start of summer. Um, let's, talk, let's start with smell. Is there a smell that reminds you of summer? Absolutely. And it's not exclusive to summer. It's more just like good weather. But this one always reminds me of, especially summertime in Bend, because yeah. I, I grew up here, uh, like a, a freshly cut lawn or field of grass. That smell, when it's been watered, it's yep. kind of moisture in the air, sweet, a little bit. grassy smell. Yeah. It's because, I mean, I was, you know, around this time of year, you're, you get outside as early, or at least for me, your parents sent you outside as early as possible and they're like, play outside, right, go right, and go. do and be, <laughs> go enjoy the outdoors. And so it just reminds me of getting outside and playing and being recreational, which I still do to this day. Yeah. I think another one too, that's very like, um, like to bend for me is that coming here and visiting my grandmother, same type of thing. We'd go outside and play. Mm-hmm. We always come in the summer for sure. Yeah. And when, when the juniper gets heated by the sun, yeah. it's like a completely different scent. Very we, pungent. Very pungent. Yeah. And sage is that way too. I mean, if you're in yeah. a really sort of one of the desert areas and it's kind of dusty and the sage gets that kind of, again, it's kind of a sweet yeah. aroma and it gets kind of stuck in your nostrils. All of those things definitely remind. It's kind of the smell you get when you get off the plane yes. at the Redmond Airport. Absolutely. Kind of, it just hits you right in the face. You're like, ah, it's very aromatic. Yeah. yeah. Not to say I don't like the scent, but I am definitely allergic <laughs> and it's rad. <laughs> I am suffering today. <laughs> okay. What about a taste? Is there like a taste of summer? Yeah. So, uh, my father is Israeli, um, and so some of my food acquired food tastes that have been linked to certain seasons are odd, and some of them are things that everyone would know. The one that, the one that, uh, like for example, uh, goat cheese is one that I think of in wintertime because often he would make my sandwiches sandwiches for lunch, and that was just the ingredient yeah. I would end up with. So it's you know not everyone would think of, sure. but this one's a little more obvious so it would be probably watermelon oh, in yeah. summertime yeah because that was just a, at every maybe not even just a treat like at every meal we had watermelon really? it seems like i mean it just sometimes it was in a salad sometimes it was just actual watermelon but yeah absolutely yeah that, one, that one's one for me for that's sure. a summer one yeah. and i'm thinking same thing of like berries you know are so in season and right you go to the farmer's market and they just start kind of that's another scent Delicious too yeah Delicious fruits. Good produce. Yes, absolutely. Which the farmer's market's going. One of my favorite things. I love it. I love it too. And I haven't been there, but it was yesterday from two to six. I haven't been yet either. That's a good, good reminder that it started. I kind of took it for granted that it was like the wrong season and now it's not anymore. I know it's not anymore. (laughs) We're in it. We're going to have to just stroll through the farmer's market. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. How about, is there a place that spells summer to you? A place that spells summer to me. 
Well, I mean, we've talked about this before, but I love getting on the river. Mm-hmm. So as soon as it's warm enough, I try. We, My wife and I even sometimes are a little too opportunistic and oh. get out there before it's warm enough. Yeah, right. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> so, a couple times this so year. So <laughs> really any point of the river, there's so many different great access points in Central Oregon. But yeah. definitely being on moving water is the place for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Now, what about a song? Ooh, see... Man, I know I, it's tough. That one's a little harder for me, but I I know for a fact <laughs> that you have one. I do that, in my back that, pocket that has sort of a, a significance for you. It does. Let's play a little bit of it, shall we? From one of America's treasures. <laughs> I'm already like, do we need the sunscreen? Uh, should we like pack a cooler full of us seltzers? It's know? the right vibes. It's the right vibes, and I think it just brings me. <laughs> I was at a, what? It was some sort of a camping thing when I was like 19. Couldn't tell you where I was, but this was on repeat. But it was a summer camping thing, and it was like right after high school, and we all felt like we were independent, but we weren't. Like you're adults, but you're not. Yeah, exactly. Like maybe this song will make me me. Yeah. Yeah. So it did, and here I am. Thanks, Kid Rock. <laughs> Last week, we were talking about if you were were. In a standoff with an animal, yeah. wild animal, who do you think that you could win the fight right. against? And I think I, what did I pick? Uh, emu? Yeah, you did. I did. Or an ostrich. No, I think it was an emu. Was it an ostrich? I don't know. I think maybe. Well, either way, they're very bird. similar. Yeah. So either way. <laughs> either way. And I'm with you. I think that you could be like scrappy enough and, and, and get to and the neck. Swift. Anyway. Yeah, that's what it is. So now I want to ask you um, how long you think you could survive in the wild if you were left alone. Okay. Um, so do you got any ideas? You think you're pretty outdoorsy? So I'm like I'm I'm medium outdoorsy. I'm not I'm by no means like Mr. Wilderness Bear outdoors. Girls. Hang my hat on it. I'm the most outdoors guy. No yeah. way. But I love the outdoors. Right. And I have been outdoors quite a bit in my life. Yeah. Um and I was, you know, I've been taught a handful of things here and there by people. Oh, okay. So nothing serious. Like I could make fire. Okay. I only know this because I've done it before in difficult situation. But really, I have never been seriously lost before. So I would, it would be making wow. a guess. Well, I would I've be making some, a guess. I've got some questions for you that sure. I think might help us narrow down like how, how many years. I love it. Well, it wouldn't be <laughs> Until years. you would die. <laughs> Maybe be days. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Thursday mornings with Eric. So we're talking about um, how many days or years, how long you think that you could last in the wilderness alone. Years is ambitious. Is it? Yeah. I don't think I'm lasting years in the wilderness alone. No way. You just gave such a great like overview of you not being, okay, we're not Bear grills. Uh, Yeah. I'm like, I'm somewhere below middle of like outdoorsmen, right? So I have some experience. I have a couple of skills, but I am by no means capable of supporting myself in the wilderness over a sustained period of time. Okay, well, let's let's go down the list here and yeah, ask some questions. Sure. What do, you, do you think that you could start a flame without a flame source? Does a flint stone count as a flame source? I don't Yeah, I don't think so. Okay, so if, th- if I get to use do? a flint, then yeah. I can totally do it. I, I only know this because my wife and I were camping in Iceland. Mm-hmm. We kind of we kind of we're on a trip to Iceland and we're like, let's also camp while we're here. So we rented stuff. Foreign country, camping. And, right. And we kind of car camped, which was great. It was amazing. I but bet. one night was, the first night was super rainy. Oh, and oh, because you were just like, camping in a foreign country and we just didn't have all of our P's and Q's minded, which usually my wife has all of them minded. Right. Yeah. We didn't have an actual lighter and we were already like out at the campground. There was no yeah. one else like really close to us that we could be like, hey, can we? But we had 
survival stuff. So we had the flint. I was like, we can totally make fire with this. Uh-huh. And it was raining a lot. So I did uh-huh. it in a very difficult situation. Wow. I know I could do it if I had a flint. If I didn't, boy, I technically know how to do it, but I've never had to do it in a survival situation. Okay. Okay. Well, that's like definitely the upper hand on a lot of situations, I think. I think. I mean, man, better, let me tell keep you. keep one of those stones in your back pocket all the time. I don't know. So, right. I better uh- really keep one on because <laughs> if I don't have one, I don't really know. So, so yes, I could, but that's, I'm not going to give okay. myself full marks on that one okay. by no means. Now, what about, do you think that you could identify edible plants and berries? That one's tougher. Yeah. Again, I've been taught a couple of tips and tricks, but like if I were, I could be pretty much guessing. Yeah. You know what I mean? 50-50. There's a couple of things that you can identify, right? Especially if I was, there's the other qualifier. If I was doing (laughs) this around here in Central Oregon, I'd probably have a better shot than if I was in the Amazon. Right. You know what I mean? Or or like in another country because I have a little more experience around here. Yes. Um, But again, I'm not giving myself full marks. I'm going to give myself maybe a C- plus at identifying maybe hey. a c plus maybe a b minus at identifying plants i could eat safely. that's pretty good that's- i would have no idea <laughs> none i would die immediately i would stick and to I- only a couple and i also get hangry so my patience would be limited and i wouldn't make the right see decision. on that i'm good i'm good i gotta i can keep my fuse going a really long that's time good. even if i'm hungry that'll last that helps cool okay now the next one is is that could you correctly identify poison ivy I really want to say that I'm one of those people who could totally do it. I know. But also, again. Same here. And there's so much in Western Washington. I don't want like, people we played get... in the woods constantly. Right. And I'm like, nope, uh-uh. I don't want people to get the wrong idea. Like, I'm up here saying I, <laughs> I'm a plant guy. I don't, I feel like I might just walk through a patch of it one day. I don't, I you know what I mean? Again, I'm supposed to know. I don't know if I do. So, okay, how many days, now that we've done this, like, qualification, Ooh. how many days do you think you could survive in the wilderness alone? Well, grading myself on individual things like that, I didn't do great. So, <laughs> I think maybe I would last, and you can you can survive, what, like, what's the mark there? Like, 14 days with, without food and, what, like, less than that without water. Yeah, right. So, I'm somewhere inside of that. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> just in case I get some things wrong in my plant identifications and I can't hunt. Yeah, right. It'll right? Really... And I can't find meat, which is possible, <laughs> knowing my skill set. Maybe not going to happen. Might tie a few snares. They probably won't work. Um, I'm going to give myself like six days. Six? Yeah. Uh, the... A solid, like uh, like he's doing well still. Yeah. I, I, might, I might hang on for a few more, but it would be lucky that I get found at that point. You oh. know what I mean? Yeah. That's, okay. that's been really realistic. <laughs> Can I tell you the average um, days that Americans think they can survive? Tell me. 16. That's foolish. (laughs) Coming up next Thursday mornings with Eric, it's Eric's Top Headlines. We have today a story about an incredible invention and another story about an incredible sandwich. So uh, look, oh, oh. you know I'm on the I'm on the hook for, for both of these. <laughs> yes, you're a big fan of both. I'm surprised that to add to it, you don't have a Guinness Book of World Record thing. It's actually... Oh my gosh, you're kidding. <laughs> the Who sandwich is going to be submitted for a world record and we'll find out soon. <laughs> We've been hanging out a while now. I'm starting to get what you're into. <laughs> we'll talk more about this coming up next. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. It's Thursday mornings with Eric. And now, his top headlines. First, we have a man uh, named Mark Appelt. Uh, He's 44 years old. He's a University of Virginia grad. He lives in Richmond. Uh, He took the opportunity of the pandemic to create something new that he felt like the world needed. Oh, okay. And I kind of agree after I read more about it. Uh, It's a device, and I'll show you a picture here. Okay. It's basically, uh, it looks like maybe a kazoo. And on the end is a little fan. Oh. So it's a device to blow out birthday candles without actually... 
blowing your spit into the air and onto the cake that everyone's going to consume. Look, I I gotta say, kind the world does kind of need it right now. It seems like an an unnecessary extra step, Uh but in the world we're living in, boy, I think that's probably a good thing to have around. It's not a bad idea. And the kids seem to love it apparently. So that's that's half the fun. So he has children. Uh, and this was always kind of an an idea that they would talk about only at birthday parties. So sure. they're like, well, the pandemic happened. They said that a whole bunch more time. Uh, so they decided to invent something. And so basically, um, here's there's a little bit more about it here. It's called, by the way, it's called the Blowsy. Of course, it is the Blowsy. It's got <laughs> so, an adorable did name. You, did someone get the candles in the Blowsy? That's see, and it and man, I gotta give them credit because that's a place where people miss a lot of opportunities. Is naming something like that. Yeah. They actually got it right. They really did. So there's a little electric. This is a quote directly from Mark. Uh, there's a little Mark, like I know the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little electric sensor in there, so you blow into it. You're activating the sensor. It switches the fan on, and then the air and it creates enough clean airflow to blow out the candle. Meanwhile, the air that you blow through circles around and come back toward the person who blew the air. Really? So it's actually pretty good little design, and the reason. It's even news to me right now is because they're doing really well. Wow. They thought it would be something that people would buy one of yeah. to have around or whatever. But apparently uh, people are buying them for ev- all. The, it's like kind of a party favor that people are giving yeah. out because kids love it's like a fun little toy. Absolutely. So it's working out it's all the way around. It's kind of like, you know, like the little birthday girl or the birthday boy gets a crown. You know, it's like adding yeah. to like the, you are get you get something well, that's you know how going little... to signify that you are the number one person right now. And here is your blowsy. Yeah, <sighs> it's cute. And then also, you know how little kids are as soon as there is like the, the birthday boy gets to use a blowsy, they're going to be like. I want, I want a blowsy, I want a right? Blowsy. So they're giving them out as party favors and they're doing incredibly well. Uh, so Way it's a nice, go, Mark, man. nice little upswing for Mark Pelt there in uh, <laughs> Richmond, Virginia. We we see you with the blowsy. Oh We're a fan. We are, yeah. Uh, thank you for... Your birthday's coming up, by the way. It is. My birthday's coming up. We're, we're love, we, I wish I had my hands on a blowsy. <laughs> I, I may have come out just slightly wrong. My next story uh, is a Philadelphia chef assembling a 510-foot cheesesteak. Oh, what? Yeah, a 510 foot, not tall, how but many, long. How many feet are you? Uh, I'm six of them. I'm yeah. six feet and some extra change. Which is tall. So and now, I won't be able to begin to pretend like I can do the math of dividing 510 by six mm-hmm. on air right now no, without yeah, we can't. a That's fast math. It's too That's hard. It's just not happening. No. Okay. We're, we're, sci- we're, we're not sciences people. Mm-mm. We're liberal arts people. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, so here's how here's what happened. There was a man who owns Rim Cafe. His name is Reen Kobateri. Uh recruited a team of chefs to build a sandwich that measured more than two blocks long on Monday night. Uh, wow. He here's his quote. I mean, I just love when they get quotes from people doing stuff like this. <laughs> I said this year, I want to make it big. Period. Yeah, well, you did oh, that. That's it. That's that was the quote. <laughs> uh that was the quote they gave from him. Out of all the things. And then they quoted Gino Vento, who's actually the owner of Gino's, which is a legendary cheesesteak shop. Okay. Uh, and then he actually helped out in the effort. Um, and he gave a quote that they used cheesesteak raviolis, marinara cheesesteak, a cheese, uh, a Spanish cheesesteak, and all kinds of other varieties to comprise this cheesesteak. Wow. And look, if you're me this is... and you're walking down the street, uh-huh. okay, and of course I wouldn't know about it because I'm not friends with Gino. I'm not friends with Reen. Right. And I see a 500 foot long sandwich (laughs) of all the different varieties of cheesesteak that one could imagine, Uh including ravioli cheesesteak. What? What even is that? Well, I'd like to try. Sure. I would probably 
I'm assuming it would be more like a heart attack that I'd have. Yeah. I would have a heaven heart attack. A heaven heart attack. Uh, and if I did recover in time, I would I would want to be a part of that. But they, they, in any case, they took pictures, they documented it, they submitted it to the Guinness World Book. Yes, this is. Records. I love how this is all coming together. And I'm hoping, I'm going to follow the story. You have to. You have to follow the story and let me know. I'm going to spend also, more time in my life following I, this 510-foot sandwich. <laughs> That is literally right up your alley. It's, see, that's what I like about you. You recognize that <laughs> that stuff isn't really interesting or exciting to most people. But to me, for some reason, I love to know it. I love to know that it happened. And we're just so glad that Eric's Top Headlines at least have a little, you know, they show a little uh, uh, window of into what your interests are, I like are, to give Eric. everyone something a little too wholesome to be true. <laughs> so I found this random question to ask you today. Mm. And... It really hit home because you are uh, of Handsome Naked, I am. which is this comedy rap group. And I've never asked you, do you guys go by different names? Do you have like rap names in your rap group? Good question. Uh, my rap name in quotes is just my initials. I go by EO. Oh, that's pretty cool. But it's, you know, I'm not, I truly don't believe I'm a rapper. So it's more that I'm a comedian who raps. So yeah. I didn't feel like I needed a full blown rap name. And then my rap partner, Chucho, oh, that's yeah. just his first name. Oh, so we're is. like, that's good enough to be his rap name. Absolutely. And then Brad, uh, Brad Kemp is the name of our DJ slash producer. And when we were just getting started, we used to uh, affectionately call him Deep Cuts because he makes so many good. There's so many. Oh, good cool. Things. But the, it was, you know, that's like it was too. Silly. What we do is already silly enough. We're like, we can stick with kind of our names. as Yeah. Uh, and we don't really ever within the realm of Handsome Naked. We kind of are just one three headed monster. We don't sure. ever really like this is EO of Handsome Naked. Uh, right. Because that doesn't work for what we are. We're, you know, again, we are comedians who rap and not uh, rappers who are funny. Right, you know right, what I right. mean? Yes. So. Well, then uh, this person, this question I thought was pretty perfect because I didn't think you had quite the, uh, you know, extensive rap name that you could have. And maybe this oh, is something that you, you sure. would want to consider. Some and bring aliases would be in line. Alias or, you know, bring this up to the guys too. They, yeah. You know, if they, if you guys ever wanted to go down that rap, route yeah. and get a, a nice little rap name. So the, the question is um, that your rap name is Little and the last thing you spent money on yeah, so you put little in front of the last thing you spent money on. You know, we're just going to like go with something easy, yeah. you know, and you don't need to think too hard about it. But, mm. you know, can you think of like, what's the last thing you spent money on and then put a little in front of it? What would your rap name be? Well, mine would be Lil Sneakers. <laughs> so that's pretty good. I'm actually shocked. So I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Or Lil Sneaker. Either way. Oh, my God. It's good. That's really it good. It can't be bad. No, Lil Sneaker. EO, or AKA Lil Sneakers. Oh my gosh, it's perfect. It's better than I ever imagined. Because I am kind of a little sneaker. Uh, well, that and also you love shoes. I do. Uh, we, I, I, man, we could have, we could even go farther and say Birkenstocks. You know, little Burks. Little Burke. <laughs> or like little Burke is also great. Little little little. Because little Burke is out croc? there. Little Croc. Yeah, not as good. I'm a big <laughs> fan of little Burke. I might <laughs> EO AKA little Burke, <laughs> AKA little sneakers. I mean, there's some good ones. I in think there. that's good. Well, you bring it up to the guys. What's, let them what's, know. What's yours? Well, this is kind of silly. I just Megan, got back. AKA Lul. Tahine. Because I just got back from Mexico and I fell in love with that stuff you put on fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Tahine. That works too. I think we got something going. <sighs> wow. Or we might we have don't. to put out a mixtape. <laughs> Wrapping up the show Thursday mornings with Eric. But before we say goodbye, you've got some big event that's happening this weekend. I do. I am doing a comedy show at the Capitol. Great. Which is a, a very fun place. Um, 
It's another Katie IPOC slash apocalyptic productions Perfect. event, which is going to be a lot of fun. I think there are still a few tables of four left. Oh, great. But I think the other tickets are sold. Mm-hmm. Um, the lineup should be pretty fun. I'm very excited. I love telling jokes, obviously. So yeah. I'm excited every time. Uh, and there'll be a bunch more dates in June and July as well. So if you can't make Fantastic. it out to this one, I will have a whole bunch more to tell you about soon. Super cool. And the website to go to to buy these tickets? Yeah, it's at benticket.com. That's Perfect. where the tickets are available. And then, of course, it's Memorial Day weekend as well, and you and Z are hosting a little shindig. Yeah, are you excited? I'm so excited. We're excited to have everyone over. Well, you guys are like hostesses with the mostesses. Well, that's all because of my wife. She's incredible. She is an incredible host. Yeah. I when I host, I am a stress case. Yeah, me too. Uh, the uh, the worst. I yeah. can't handle socializing and what's next. Right. It's there's too many things. Yeah, and I can't handle like what am I supposed to get for how many people? And Z is just She's like effortlessly effortless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I give her a lot of credit. So I'm really looking forward to being the guest. And uh, then we can just hang out and let everybody else do the I thing. I was going to say, that's basically what I'm looking forward to also. <laughs> I'll help, but boy, I do what I'm told. Yeah, right. And that's just the easier way to do it. Well, Eric, thank you so much for hanging out with me. Have so much fun. Um, can we say break a leg in comedy? Is sure. That what you, do? you can say whatever you like. I'm not superstitious. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we'll have a great time at the show. BenTicket.com if you want to go see Eric and these other wonderful, amazing, talented comedians um, at uh, the Capitol, which is yep. so neat that they yeah. are you know able to have these events all over again so excited to go and tell some jokes there yeah well i can't wait to catch up with you next week another edition of thursday mornings with eric so excited already <laughs> see ya thanks for listening to the megan in the morning podcast catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 10 on 1077 the beat